Support for IPR comes from Hands in Harmony, a therapeutic healthcare facility with a splash of spa and a team of holistic healers to help in the quest for health, harmony, and happiness. Cedar Rapids and Mount Vernon. Classes, massage, and more at myhih.com. Today is Monday. It is the 24th of July, and this is here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Governor Kim Reynolds is asking the Iowa Supreme Court to review a district judge's ruling to temporarily block a new Iowa law banning abortion as early as six weeks of pregnancy. That law bans abortion after cardiac activity is detected. It was passed about two weeks ago during a one-day special session. Abortion providers have filed a lawsuit challenging that law. Polk County District Judge Joseph Seidlin issued a temporary injunction last Monday blocking the law from going into effect while it works its way through the courts. The new law echoes a 2018 law, which was permanently blocked by a deadlocked Supreme Court last month. In a statement on her appeal, Reynolds said she will never stop fighting to protect our unborn children and to uphold state laws enacted by our elected legislators. The Iowa Economic Development Authority Board has approved state incentives for one company to move into Iowa and three to expand. Cannon Kappelman is an IDA spokesperson. She says the Realco company of Rock Island, Illinois, is moving across the river to Iowa. Realco is a large lubricant distributor and industrial service provider, and they are planning to expand and renovate an existing building in the community of Eldridge. Realco says it'll create 81 jobs as a result of the move. The company has a distribution center in Pella and locations in the Quad Cities. Other companies getting incentives include MHEB. That company makes truck bodies and livestock haulers. It plans to expand its facility in Story City. Heat waves are pushing temperatures up this summer and breaking records around the world. It affects people, crops, and as Harvest Public Media's Elizabeth Rembert reports, crickets. A chorus of cricket chirps isn't just summer background music. It can also be a temperature gauge. That's according to an old scientific theory. If you count the number of chirps per 15 seconds and add 40, you'll wind up with the temperature in Fahrenheit. Kyle Cook, an entomologist at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, says heat helps crickets' chirping muscles warm up. So they're cold-blooded. Basically, they're affected by the ambient temperature. You know, as temperature rises, they can have those muscle contractions occurring more rapidly, which allows them to have a higher frequency. Crickets could be chirping faster than ever this year. Many experts say there's a good chance 2023 could be the hottest on record. The rolling city on spoked wheels known as Ragbri has begun its second day this morning. Between 25 and 30,000 bicycle riders are pedaling 57 miles from Storm Lake to Carroll. Carroll Chamber of Commerce Program Director Ashley Shabel says an exceptionally busy day is ahead. They're hoping to limit the effect on local residents. We hope people just are prepared. There, there are going to be bikers everywhere and, you know, vehicles that you're not used to seeing. So I think the big thing is just encourage people to be patient. Know that things are going to be a little slower to get to where you normally go. But, you know, hopefully it goes as smoothly as possible. The first cyclist should start rolling into Carroll around midday today. A Carroll handbook is available at carrollragbri.com. It's got maps of the town and festival area, schedules, ATM locations, emergency contacts, and more. The Mississippi Valley Blues Society is preserving its history of blues music in Davenport thanks to a grant from the State Historical Society. 
In the 1990s, the society created many display panels highlighting key artists and individuals, but for nearly 20 years, those displays have been in storage. They'll be updated and include a code for a smartphone to scan and access audio and video information. The displays will eventually become part of the new Martin Luther King Jr. Park in Davenport. And this is Here First from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Lots of kids have dreams of what they want to be or do someday. When Lisa Yurishnika was growing up in Ukraine, she had big dreams of coming to America. Those dreams became reality in September 2021, when she began studying abroad in Waukee. Her plans to return home were interrupted when Russia invaded Ukraine. Yurishnika's American family and friends rallied around her during these difficult times. And as we hear in this story, produced by Colson Thayer, she quickly learned that home is not where she is, but who she's with. For me, my most important thing is, like, my whole family's safe. So it's okay. Like, I don't really even want to go back there, or I don't miss it that much. Hi, I'm Lisa Yorishkina. I'm from Ukraine, and I'm 17 years old. And I came as an exchange student here in uh, September 2021. Before the war started, I was supposed to go back in May of 2022. My home was really nice in Ukraine. I actually came from like a region where it was already like a really bad situation. Um, so when everybody was thinking that there's going to be a war, I wasn't believing that because everything was already bad for me. It was like evening here and it was like early morning in Ukraine. So I was like, oh my God, like it actually happened. And I like tried to call my mom and she said like, oh, everything is okay. Like, and I'm like, no, it's not. Like on the news, it's not. And like everybody of my friends, like all exchange students, we were like exchanging news. And um, it was really exhausting the first week. Uh, it was just a matter of time. So my mom and my brother, they left first. And then my dad left with, like after them. They went to, the, to Georgia first. Then they went to Turkey. Then they went to Spain because like it was their final destination. But it took them like a month to do that because they didn't really know what they were doing. My parents, they always, like, wanted me to be happy with my choice. So, like, they didn't really tell me, like, oh, go back, we miss you. Like, whatever I did, they felt good about it. But me, I wanted to stay here for... Because I didn't want to be um, bothering my parents while they were just, like, just starting out in a new country. I still keep in touch with them. We talk a lot and send each other pictures. Uh, we made great connection between our two families. My parents have communication with my uh, host parents. And my host parents, they treat me like their own child. They really care about me and they um, support me. Yeah, my host mom, she likes to cook a lot. So sometimes she makes me a Ukrainian food or we make it together or I make food for them, like different traditional dishes. They're like my parents for life now. <laughs> like, I'm going to talk to them till I die, I swear. Because, uh, like, it's actually like a second family. It's like your uncle or, like, aunt. Like, you just know that they're out there and you can always come here, you know. 
I wasn't planning to graduate American high school. I missed like um, my graduation in Ukraine, of course, and that was kind of sad, but it's okay. Like I got a lot of more new things here than I had there. Um, so it's kind of like sacrificing what you have for something new. Like you never know when you're, where you're going to be in uh, five years. I couldn't even dream to like go into American college. And right now I'm going to American college. Like everything is possible. So that's what I want people to know. Lisa Yurishnika lives in Waukee. Her story is among five produced this month here at IPR by Next Generation Radio. It's a program that helps coach and train public media's next generation. This week's theme is home, and today's story was produced by Colson Thayer. And that's here first from IPR News. I'm Michael Leland. Have a great day.